The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Brian's not here, clearly. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 442. I'm Max Scoville. Joining me, Alana Pierce. Hey, what's up? Marty Sleva. Hi. And Andrew, the lawnmower gold farm. <laughs> we got this Game of Thrones pinball machine that, that you guys know all too well, and mm-hmm. that goddamn Game of Thrones <laughs> theme song is stuck in my head at is that every why you have moment. A I hear it. Yeah, it probably Yo, is why I, I have a headache. I'm, I'm totally an outsider here, but I hate that theme song. I hate that theme song because it does not go anywhere. I'm, I'm fine with that theme song when just, I don't hear like it a loop. 25 they, times a day. Because they have to scale it for however many characters are currently dead or alive in the opening like credits. Or what that city, like how many cities are yeah. in that episode. They're like, oh, we're going to add an old long island. Yeah. It's just like, but like compare it to like Lord of the Rings or Skyrim. It doesn't have any sense of like up or down. It just is like, mm, it's like a churning. No, you're right. God, the Skyrim theme song is so good. I always think that song's about to end and there's that extra loop. And it's like, it like picks up. Yeah, so anyway, welcome to Podcast Beyond, your number one podcast for people who don't like the Game of Thrones theme. Uh, if you like it, you can email us and tell us. I don't care. Um, we got some stuff to talk about. Uncharted 4 is coming out really soon, and have we played it? What happened to your voice? I don't know. It's my embargo voice. I can't say much or I'll get in trouble. Uh-huh. If you said it in that voice, they can't get mad at you. They absolutely can get mad at you. If you break embargo in a high-pitched voice, they don't mind. Yeah, that's, yeah. They're like, oh, that's really cute. I believe that's Jesus, in the so NBA. butt cheeks in the first act. <laughs> Um, uh, yes, we've played it, and yeah. uh, I haven't played much of it. I've played about two hours. Mm-hmm. It's nothing more than that that I can say, yeah. uh, but we have a podcast going up later this week. Yeah, yeah. so um, this will go live at noon or at 1 p.m. on Wednesday uh, at midnight Thursday, so super early Thursday morning <coughs> PT. Uh, Lucy's review of the game will go up. Oh, man, was I was I just yep. clicking it? You kept tapping. You could have just told me not to tap. Well, hey, Marty, yeah. don't I'm glad tap. we didn't derail the show or anything. Yeah. So when is no, this... No, Thing go up, write down my no, swear because I'm, I'm mad. I'm not gonna write down any swears. You just got yeah. So anyway, um, um, yeah. So at midnight, uh, Lucy's uh, written and video review will go up, and then uh, Andrew, what are you doing? I was gonna write down my swear. All right, you can do it now. God All right, damn. you're now the swear master. Oh, anyway, Lucy uh, O'Brien from the Australian team is mm-hmm. reviewing the game. That so that'll be up. It's 12 a.m. Pacific time, mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, and then the game comes out on the tenth. Yeah, so Brian, um, Brian, Andrew, and I recorded a forty-minute or so non-spoiler uh, impressions episode of uh, 
the game, which will go up alongside of that. So you can listen to that. It'll be up on the feed. It's like going to be episode 442.5, yeah. an auxiliary episode. Um, yeah, we talk uh, in depth about uh, what we love, uh, what we don't like so much. And so, yeah, and then... Can uh, I ask like a vague question? Uh, I've, I've spoken to Brian about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have, like, are you all of the same opinion on the game, or, or is it divisive for similar? you? Similar? I would say very similar, yeah. yeah. Seems no, I, th- like I think, like, a couple, like, I'm probably very slightly higher than Brian, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, next week we'll have a full spoiler cast. Uh, We're doing some live streams and stuff as well. Like yeah. Yeah. Streams. I'm excited to play this so. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to play it. Brian was like, I'll take it home on Friday. I'll, I'll come by on Saturday and drop it off. You could play it all day mm-hmm. Saturday. I was like, cool. And I was like, I'm going to play this game. And nope, just, uh, just mowed my lawn and mm-hmm. uh, did not play Uncharted. So that was cool. Well, yeah, that that well, that Brian, that selfish Brian, selfish Brian, <laughs> definitely couldn't use a win this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm excited to play it. I'm I'm I really hope I get to jump in and talk about spoilers, like mm-hmm. um, how you see the the Jeep's butt cheeks as well as Sully's, and then just rub their butt cheeks together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty's going to space. We were right. We guessed it. It's got gun gun gunjums. Oh, that was um, was that the, was that the oh, was that a segue? Oh, that was yeah. a segue. Sorry. Uh, Do you want your pen back? You can yeah. have your pen. Your pen. Damn it, Max! I'm not going to write down the swear. Write down the swear. You swears. have to write down your own swear. No, I just. I, you just uh, so, Infinite pen. Warfare uh, leaked a bunch of times. Uh, I, I yeah, don't think so it's necessarily. Many times. I don't understand how they didn't just, catch the he, amount of leaks. I, the Call of Duty machine is fascinating to me because uh, there are Maybe so they just many. Don't care. I think they partially don't care, and part of it is that there are so many moving parts, and it's like this international thing, yeah. and it's so big in so many places that, like, you know, a lot of games can be like, ah, you know what, we'll just announce two days early or whatever. Yeah. But for Call of Duty, it's like it's like the shareholders have to know, and it makes such a big difference that yeah. I think like they're just, you know, they were like, whatever. I don't yeah. think, they weren't, you, you know, no one was like, I don't think anyone in the PR team was pretending there weren't leaks, but also like they can't officially acknowledge them and all that. So. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. So but, we had a trailer and a live stream that... I mean, I think the trailer looks pretty boring, to be perfectly honest. I thought the, I, I think, think the trailer was poorly paced. I think yeah, it should have been a minute long. Um, I think the Definitely. opening... It's, it's like three or four I think minutes. getting yeah. an, an ass rock cover of a Bowie song is sort of just crass. It wasn't even a good yeah. cover. No, no, it was, was not a good cover. Um, and the first half no, is sort of that. just like, we've seen this before. It looks a lot like Advanced yeah. Warfare. It looks a lot um, like Halo as well, the environments. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But then I thought once they went to space, I thought it visually became interesting. Yeah. It did. Um, yeah, be fun. I, I like there's a part where a robot kicks over a tank, which looks pretty yeah. badass. Um, yeah, that's the thing I'm a fan of. Yeah, yeah, the game looks cool. It, it's it's um, interesting how, from what we've seen from the story so far, it parallels like World War II. A little bit uh, in yeah. terms of like there's an attack on Earth that's almost like a Pearl Harbor, and then you're sort of hopping from it seems like you're hopping from planet to planet or you know moon to moon, uh, station to station, almost like the Pacific Front, hopping from island to island. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, the games. Uh, yeah, I think it was Brandon who first made that mm-hmm. parallel. Is that it really does look like that's a Pearl Harbor moment, which is. Yeah, that's like the beginning of the trailer, basically. Yeah, which yeah. is um, um, an interesting thing to draw inspiration from. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, the director and the narrative designers are former Naughty Dog uh, yeah. folks huh. who worked on Uncharted and The Last of Us, and they were talking about how they are trying to tell a a compelling war story first, and then a you know space sci fi thing so second. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting to me because we've had you know the the very obvious parallels of Battlefield and Call of Duty. And Call of Duty always sells better, but Battlefield has been, you know, a contender for however many years. Basically since Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty 4, I think is when kind of this modern era started. Which was and, first, Call of Duty 1 or Battlefield? No, uh, Call of Duty 4. Oh, oh, you mean like originally? Yeah. Ooh. Actually, I don't know. That's a really good question. I mean, so yeah. Call of, I, well, I think Medal of Honor was before all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I believe it went Medal of Honor, 
I think Battlefield it was Battlefield 1942 yeah. and Call of Duty. Probably there's an Arms somewhere in there too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. Like I totally I played the first Call of Duty on my computer and I was like, this is fun. All right. It's like Saving Private Ryan. All right. And then it was yeah. just like, I kind of stopped paying attention to games for a second and then it yeah. came back and it was like, it's just well, still here. Like, and that's right. so that's what's interesting. And, and obviously, Modern Warfare we'll get to in a second because the remastered uh, potentially comes with this depending on which version you buy. But I, I was going to say it's really interesting to me that uh, Infinite Warfare is going so intensely into space and space travel and kind of this like super ultra modern thing and if the rumors are right you know we're finding out what Battlefield is on Friday but if the rumors are right that's a World War One game which yeah. is like yeah. totally so in the other direction they're, they're legitimately centuries apart yeah, yeah so like if that does end up being true that sounds more good so me. than ever I'm so excited for yeah exactly for those Sales games to be just be dramatically different yeah, yeah. I yes. like that um, what other shooters yeah. have we got coming this year Titanfall uh, Titanfall yeah, 2. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I mean, those will be the big three. Obviously, we have Battleborn and Overwatch coming out when this month. When Doom comes yeah. out in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's it's curious. We we did, like, the last... I mean, the last Battlefield was, was Hardline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got that side-by-side with... What came out that year? Was that... That was, that was Advanced Warfare, right? Uh, but Advanced year? Warfare came out in the fall, and Battlefield ended up yeah. coming out in the spring. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, was like mock- so it was technically kind of, the same year as Black kinda, Ops 3, yeah, right? They're kind of doing year. sort of yeah. a separate thing. And, I mean, one of those is like a hard-boiled cop drama, and the other, other two are like laser guns and rocket boots and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like they're kind of already drifting apart, and I'm I'm super okay with that. Yeah, like, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yep. I prefer it that I mean, way. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be super down with like a you know popcorn, junk food, like sort of more linear, uh, big set-piece approach on the Call of Duty side, and then Battlefield being like, hey – Mustard gas. How's that doing? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the thing I'm so interested to see is on Friday when they show what Battlefield Five is, um, what like how if it is World War One, how do those mechanics exist in the game? How does gas exist in the game? How does trench warfare exist in the game? And it seems like it could be cool, but yeah. I I don't know anything about game design. But my as gut, of right now, I'm just like I don't know how you do that. My gut tells me it would be a very take it very seriously for campaign and then multiplayer, just a bunch of anachronistic like machine guns I and all really that. Really hope they take it seriously, like. World War One is was awful. It was just so awful. As opposed to those other, those other wars that were uh, hella cool. But I mean, if you, I feel like World War One is just the brutality of I mean, people just getting gassed, yeah. and you know, it's just it's so awful. And it's I feel like the if they war. just don't paint that right, then it's gonna yeah. almost be offensive. I mean, so we always had this thing. I took a, a film studies class, and the teacher was really hammered on this this whole concept of like proto-fascism and the fact that like there is no form of like military entertainment that's not in some way like kind of propaganda you know yeah that's true like you basically short of doing a documentary yeah you can't have anything that is like titillating and like exciting and like fun that is portraying something that is in real life very awful you can't have those at the same time Mm -hmm. you know i mean valiant hearts again is, I've, I've mentioned that before when we've been talking about Battlefield potentially being in World War One. Yeah, but I mean that's that's a story based game, and I mean there's parts of it that are fun, but but that game is about it being awful and. But yeah, it's also so like stylized. Super yeah, like when it's photoreal, it's so different. And like Matt that's said, true. they weren't yeah. going for titillation or mm-hmm. like sort of excitement or yeah. bombastic set pieces. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, it's one of those. I don't know. Video games aren't always the the uh, most precise medium to tell a story like this. So it's I'll also just like I, you know. I feel like the only people who would be offended by it are veterans, and I don't imagine many veterans play Battlefield. So, oh, it's no, it's less of a like. I don't think I'm not going to be offended by it, but I just don't know if they could do it. Yeah. Which isn't an offensive like. That's true. Yeah. I'm not offended by the content by the content. It's yeah. just like, well, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's yeah. And we I briefly mentioned it, but we should also mention that. Uh, so one of the more interesting moves with uh, Infinite Warfare is that if you buy any of the premium editions, you're getting. 
uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare included, yeah. remastered. Yeah. So which what's is going on kind here? Of, so Call of Duty 4 really started... I mean, like, Call of Duty obviously existed before then, but, like, when Call of Duty became that kind of that powerhouse that sells as well as it does now, started with this, and that was, like, 2007, Multiplayer shooters, it's, it's one of those, like, benchmarks where it's, like, there's games that came beforehand and then games yes. that came Yeah, after. totally. Yeah. And it's just so interesting how that inspired, basically, this whole generation of shooters, mm-hmm. and now, and it was Infinity Ward, uh, and now it's back. And I but think it'll be really... it's a pack-in, right? It's a pack-in, They're which is... selling You can't it buy itself. it separately, which we were talking about that this morning. Like, that might be because they didn't want it to outsell Warfare, or because they might legitimately they don't move more copies of the game. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. yeah, that, and they don't want it to, to compete with their own game. Yeah. yeah. So um, what's the uh, what's like the the price point for the versions that come with? Uh, Seventy nine ninety nine is the cheapest oh. version you can get. That so has it's twenty bucks basically. Version. So and yeah. it includes ten multiplayer maps, and uh, we don't have a ton of details about the remaster, but just looking at the footage they showed, it's like yeah, yeah it looks better. Uh, Raven. Who... There's one really weird thing about remasters where everything just looks darker. Yeah, like every the lighting, all the shadows just look way darker. When I was playing through um, the Master Chief Collection, I kept swapping to the old graphics if I couldn't see anything because mm-hmm. I couldn't navigate. Yeah. <laughs> they just and they did the same thing with COD. It's like why is everything so dark? Well, they made. I mean, it's because the, a lot of older games were made for CRTs, which don't true. show blacks as deeply. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that's um, true. So I mean, it's always it's I, just like it's. I find it really annoying. Like, stop making yeah. everything so dark. I can't. I was navigate. honestly, I was looking at the the side by side of the of the like the graphics comparison of like. Modern Warfare, and, I was, and it was that thing where they're they're right next to each other, and there's so much going on that I was like, "Which is the prettier one? I can't tell. It's there's too much." Yeah, it's like, and I'm like, they did add a lot of stuff. And, there's yeah. a lot of buttons added, and, and I'm looking at like. I mean, it definitely looks good though. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. I think that's kind of it's kind of. Uh, I mean, are they are they charging eighty bucks for this game? Like, that's kind of the argument there. No, you, you can know? buy. There's you a buy base sixty dollar one where you just don't get Modern no, Warfare. No, but I mean, for Modern Warfare, or is this an eighty dollar game? No, I mean it's a. Uh, I mean, like, you cannot buy it on on its own. You yeah, have but to you pay. also then get a triple yeah. right, A twenty sixteen shooter. But what if you don't want that? Then, I mean, you that's your choice. choice. I mean, it's, it's weird because for I mean, a second, yeah, if you they don't were, want that, then it's an eighty dollars game. Yeah, yeah, the thing we were talking about for a while was like, oh, should the single player multiplayer be sold separately? Mm-hmm. You know, like how do you how do you do that? And like, this is something people have been demanding. People totally want to go back. and Also, let's it. be real. In six months or before the next Call of Duty, before like Black Ops Four or whatever, Sledgehammer's doing or whatever, at some point you'll be able to buy Modern Warfare separately. Yeah. I just I think, think so it doesn't make they sense for them to do it, it now. I mean, it's also yeah. interesting. Like, we don't know how this game is going to like actually exist on your hard drive. Like, is this going to be something you need? to boot up uh, Infinite Warfare in order to enter Modern Warfare because otherwise you could buy the game, download Modern Warfare, and then just sell Infinite Warfare. Or go on eBay and someone will be selling codes yeah. for 30 bucks yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah I, mean, also- I, 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 I doubt it's connected that closely. Like, I would imagine it's a separate download mm-hmm. um, or maybe even on the disc, but it, like, still boots up a separate thing. But yeah. I would be so surprised. I would legitimately, like... I would be very surprised if, if within six months you can't buy it. Yeah, yeah so, I yeah. totally agree. Both of these are coming out uh, November 4th. Uh, so, again, fall is slowly getting more fleshed out. We also, yep. this morning, found out uh, Dishonored 2 is coming out a week later, November 11th. Uh, and there's going to be more on... So you, you mean to tell me that uh, both Activision and Bethesda are releasing games in the month of November? Video games. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. Very strange. Yeah. So unlike them. <laughs> a bunch I'll of be curious weirdos. to see where, you know, if... if like, we don't know a ton of concrete information on Titanfall and, like, rumors and stuff, but if Titanfall is this fall, I'll also be curious to see where Battlefield falls. Uh, because follow-up I've question. used the word fall follow-up many times. Question. If Titanfall gets delayed, does it become Titan Spring? <laughs> Damn it, Max. Uh, <laughs> yes! But no, I mean, like... Stupid jokes! Like traditionally Any Battlefield... show on the internet! Please podcasting! Please. Traditionally, Battlefield's that October slot, and Call of Duty follows in November, but if they're pushing Titanfall against Call of Duty, I don't know where that what that means for Battlefield. I think that's super I mean, interesting. Also, Which do you like better? Do you like Battlefall or Fall of Duty? <laughs> please leave. <laughs> 
I don't even want to be here. I gave, I gave her from doing Viova of a of the everything you need to know about Dark Souls three lore, mm-hmm. and it was like two pages single space. Dark of Souls the expert most Mexico incoherent yeah. stuff I've ever you read love Dark about. Souls. I don't know. I don't know what it means, and apparently no one else does. You have to like dig around. Yeah. No, Dark Souls has really intense lore. I mean, yeah. we could get into yep. that, but let's let's not. Save that for the lore cast. Yeah. The There's something called the Homeward cost. Homeward Bone. Yeah. Which I just imagine like an incredible journey starring pet skeletons. <laughs> I mean that's kind of what Dark oh, Souls I is. Homeward Bone. Yeah. Oh, I love pet skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, here's something I'm I'm excited to talk about more than anything. Uh Speedman. Uh, it looks like there is rumors floating around of a new Spider Man game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, a, mar- uh, a Marvel superhero in a video game, and the—I mean, which is uh, honestly sort of rare right now. Really uh, ever since Spider-Man. the Avengers, no, 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 there was a Spider-Man game on PS4. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was there absolutely Amazing was. Spider-Man, the Amazing 2. Spider-Man. Oh well, that was—I yeah. mean, that was trash. Yeah, like, but it was still a game. Was I mean, that was—that was. That was <laughs> well, I'll be—I'll be realistic. That was Marvel licensed Activision shovelware. Wasn't yeah. it like, also a PS3 game that was? I think so. Probably. PS4, probably I think on, it was. It probably I mean, came out for DS. Like it's. That's what I really hate is that Activision was like, oh, we've got this incredibly valuable license. Uh, like Deadpool was fun, mm-hmm. but it was also like... Deadpool was super fun. It was super fun, but it was also not a great, great, great game. It was, it was close to being a was, great game. Exactly. And if they'd let them spend more time on it, a little if bit they more time. treated it like a AAA game, if yeah, they treated it like right. a Call of Duty, it would have been incredible. Yeah, but yeah. the thing was, at that point, Deadpool didn't have the cachet he does now. Yeah, I feel well, like I mean, if that did, game existed now, he would. I mean, they did like, yeah, you're Activision right. They the same thing. It feels like... That, uh, I feel like Activision treats third-party stuff kind of like the Dursleys treat Harry Potter. Like they're like, "This ain't our kid. He lives under the stairs." Yeah, and they're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the dishes. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, people will buy it. Whatever." It's a name I like brand, the idea you know? that Dudley is Call of Duty and Destiny yeah. Skyland. Call of Dudley. <laughs> Call of Dudley. But um, I, I significantly remember um, Spider-Man Three. I played a ton of that game. Had really, really good boss fights, but yeah. ever since then, I don't think. I mean, so Spider-Man like Two was an incredible game, and that was that game that was this amazing open-world game on mm-hmm. the PS2 yeah, combos, era. And you could incredible swing around the city, was, and there yeah. was side quests. You were and... grabbing side quests from people. The swinging mechanics were incredible. Two and three were really good. Um, yeah, totally. And then so this week, uh, two different things formed uh, a listing on an actor's uh, online resume showed that uh, he's doing mocap for a Spider-Man game on PlayStation Four. Uh, he also has done mocap on Halo Two Anniversary, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Uh, so it was just untitled uh, Spider-Man PS4 project. Mm. Uh, but then also uh, there's a uh, uh, there's this Twitter website, something called NerdLeaks, that uh, has a track record for getting things right, rumors right, and little diggings right. They also get things wrong, so take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they said that what they've heard is that Sucker Punch, uh, the developers behind uh, Infamous and Sly Cooper, are going to be working on it. Real interesting because yeah. Spider-Man. The movies are owned by Sony. Sony. Yeah, uh, Marvel is being like, oh, we're going to take control of this, and Sony's like, okay, sure, but Sony still does have, you know, a, a certain game console we're yeah. all very fond of, and totally. they've got some studios at their command. They yeah, have it's... a track record of doing superhero games. Imagine that. Yeah, and like, I mean, like honestly, it's one Infamous? of those. Style Spider-Man game totally and Sign me up. like between Sly Cooper and Infamous, like that's a studio that deals so heavily with like motion and fluidity yeah. and like totally fluidity, like allowing you to control characters in a way that few other games do, and that totally makes it like of any superhero I can think of, like Spider-Man has that like almost ballerina style to him that you do want that sort of control yeah. and animation, mm-hmm. and we haven't heard anything from Sucker Punch since. It just uh, what was the Infamous DLC called Last Light? First light? Uh, first light. First light. First light. That's the opposite of the last light. Yeah, I, mean, like, I just, this, like, I don't know. We didn't cover this uh, written because, like, I just can't, 
I don't know what the legal gymnastics are that gets Activision Spider-Man rights into a Sony first-party studio. Like, that is such a... Yeah. I don't... I just can't imagine this being real. And it's like, I would love to be wrong, but it's just, I don't know how How Sucker Punch could be doing this. Like, I just... I also don't know why Sony would take someone in their first-party stable and put them on a licensed game. I mean, it's a very veritable civil war of of, uh, (laughs) various license holders. I mean, you say licensed game, like, in a pejorative term, which I totally get, but if done right, Batman's a licensed game. Sure. No, no. I I don't even mean to say in a pejorative term. I more mean that Sony doesn't own that IP. So it's like, it's more like, if they make the best Spider-Man game of all time, can they make a sequel to it? Like, that's that's kind of where it gets complicated. But, yeah, I mean, totally. I, I, I think, like, the fantasy of it, like that pedigree of Infamous and of Sly being perfect. a Spider-Man game, yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah, but, but I, don't know. I, I just don't know what that, that looks like. Legally, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, when you think about who owns what, I think, uh, man, it that? is so easy to imagine though, like just like the, like the abilities you have in Infamous being applied to like what Spider-Man can do, even just in like it's not even just movement so much as like what combat would look like from enemies even oh, totally. like it yeah. just oh, it would be so cool yeah. I, I would love to love to be wrong and love to yeah. see this yeah. happen and it's funny I just, just I just want some new Marvel games I also yeah. hope you're wrong Andrew I mean, yeah I know I generally hope you're wrong <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah I mean it's funny since uh, since the MCU existed I guess we had a we had a Captain America uh, first movie, Avenger yeah. game that was sort of like it was they fine just, it was fine they just took everything from uh, Arkham Asylum yeah. and it played exactly like that but since everything's blown up with the Avengers like we haven't had a game in the MCU like a proper yeah. like a console <laughs> game there were those prototypes of a first person game where like you would be Which you could swap between Iron Man oh that yeah totally it was yeah, like Iron Man a, yeah. aside from that we haven't had like an MCU game no absolutely you just had yeah. side stuff i mean so. yeah there's disney games. infinity which is yeah, yeah i guess infinity. that's yeah. Yeah. yeah i guess it's not fair to yeah. discount that um yeah but i mean that's that's exciting i guess mm-hmm. i just yeah like i mean i love i love disney infinity love the lego stuff but like i'd really just like to see like a like an arkham an arkham knight quality arkham you know arkham city quality marvel game yeah and yeah. that said like i love the arkham games so much i actually don't care about a spider-man game or even an avengers game being tied to the mcu Oh no! Totally. Like yeah. I feel like I would prefer it if it wasn't tied to the MCU. Well, especially because like Arkham's not that... tied to the movies. No, not at all. Incredible. Exactly, it's yeah. kind of better than the movies. Yes, totally. Because you don't it, have to answer to that. Yeah. yeah, and then it also has the issue of like voice actors not being consistent, which is yeah. really frustrating. And that really let down um, Lego. Lego. Yeah, Marvel's mm-hmm. Avengers. That was like some awkward, weird chunks that had bad mixing taken from the movies were put into the game, and it just it was really restricting more than anything. So I think it's better for creativity and for voice acting to not have to tie it to the movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, completely agree. Basically, I just want Arkham City and Arkham Asylum versions of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. Uh, uh, do we have to talk about this? Mighty number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's 2016. Should we just let Andrew uh, do this one? It's almost the three-year anniversary of when Mighty Number no. 9's Kickstarter launched. Yeah, it's uh, insane. I mean, like, honestly, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I'm just like... This was the second Kickstarter I ever remember writing about. Like, it has been three years, yeah. and that is crazy. The second video game Kickstarter, I should say. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, this now comes out on the same day as No Man's Sky, which is, like, a, this is a game that no one has R. really R. thought that much about versus a game with, like, more hype behind it than almost anything else coming out this year. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what Deep Silver is thinking with Money Number Nine at this point. Like, I it, it amazes me this game wasn't canceled a year ago. To be totally honest, I just I don't know. I will be very curious to see how this game does. I backed it because I was excited for it. Uh, what we've seen seems really cool. Like, I want that Mega Man style game. 
but man, did I want it like two and a half years ago more than I do now. You yeah, know, especially yeah. with so many smart indie games in between now and then. Like the indie scene is taking off in such a way that like they're really smart platformers. They're really smart, like yeah. just cool sprite based games. There are so many things that are out there that just have filled this need. Yeah, there's that term that gets thrown around, which is really just awful, which is you know lazy developers. And I don't think that applies here, but I think there's definitely been some bad business. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's, it's like time I don't management. Know. As yeah, much as I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like if it's just a matter of like too many cooks boil the broth, or it was just trying to be too perfect or something. But like, especially with something, I feel like it got funded because it did seem so achievable. You know, like when people come out, and they're like. We're going to make this awesome open world MMO like like Star Citizen for instance. Like that's an incredibly massively huge modern ambitious game which is is getting done. It's also sort of like has has it still has it still in the works, you know? This yeah. is taking a formula that's proven. It's it's just basically making more Mega Man with, you know, and with new new graphics. And that's what people want though, right? Yeah. And like I just don't I don't know what the holdup is, you know? Yeah, and like on an especially like it's dumb, but like I really wanted to play this on Vita, if anything, and that version is still yeah, hasn't not it just dated. Been pushed to kind of later, they didn't. Well, actually yeah, say Vita and 3DS are later, just nebulously later. I mean, that could I think, be like, forever. I think away. there's literally a chance it never comes out. I agree. Yeah, especially yeah. like on Vita, which is super crappy. I'm like really <sighs> conflicted on commenting about Kickstarters because on one hand we don't know what's happening, and on the other hand. It sucks for the people who spent money. But mm-hmm. well, I think when you back something, you have to go in being like, I'm backing an idea. I'm not buying a product. See, so I agree ding, with that, yeah. except that yep. there's a major publisher on this game now. Like, that's that, the so thing that's, 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 that's yes. weird. That's yeah. where it gets weird. That's why this is different than, like, one of the Double Fine games. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it's seeing... like, there, there are plenty of Kickstarter games that are like, yeah, they're managed by people who don't know what they're doing. So yep. ultimately, it's like, oh, we bit off more than we could chew. Also, I mean, when you get a major publisher like that, involved. Right? It still started out that way. I mean, yeah, sort of. Like, Concept is still someone who has worked with. Like, I don't know. It's like, I'm like I back a lot of Kickstarters, and I'm sympathetic to that. I, I think the creator of Mega Man, who has probably worked with arguably almost every major publisher, should, should know better. Should have experience to know better. Well, yeah. And it's also like last year at E3, it's like Concept is in Armature working on ReCore. Like, yeah. Inafune is working on this. It's like, well, okay, this is a really cool 3D robot, whatever the hell it is, game. But what about that other thing we gave you money for two years yeah. ago? And the yeah. other Kickstarter that he did, which yeah, was the, for the, yet the, the one other. The Legends one. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just, there have been. God, like, you talk about just doing too much at once. It's like yeah. people talk about, like, Telltale, for example, is like nine projects in the works at once. But at least they come out, and at least we, like, mm. see them eventually. Like, this yeah. is just such a frustrating case of, like, we've seen little bits and pieces here and there, but I've never. In the three years since this game was announced to PAX, there's never been a moment where I really had a grasp of what it was and actually felt like it was coming out. And that sucks. It's like, I, I put money into this, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's a very, just a weird, frustrating situation. So how would you parallel that to, like, The Lost Guardian or Beyond Good and Evil 2? At least those games, I mean, those are disastrous developments, too, in some ways. The only person who put money towards that is the company making it. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's it's entirely, it is, it is deceptive to take, like, to... I mean, Kickstarter as a so platform, it is, it I think, is... it is literally is, that people funded it that makes it yeah. different, but I, think it's I also, still... It's, in my it's eyes, tricky yeah. with games, yeah. too, because it is, like, an, it's an incredibly iterative process to make a game, and it's also, like, it's not a known quantity. I mean, you saw this with Tim Schafer, who took a while to make uh, Broken Age, yeah, but, like, split it, it came out, yep. and it was gorgeous, but it was also, like, hey, we're doing an old-school, you know, LucasArts-style point-and-click adventure game. That's what it is. We've got some ideas for it, but, like, it's not, a, like... You say that, and immediately people are going to start making up their own idea of what that game is. That's true. Yep. Um, and I just, I mean, I, I, the comedy button came from Kickstarter. Like we funded that on there, and like we got people who were like, "This isn't what I thought it would be. It's and different." It's like, yeah, I think. I mean, a, Kickstarter culture yeah. is very odd because people 
fund something and then think that they're a stakeholder, but that's not actually what it is. Mm-hmm. Like no. to be yeah. a stakeholder, you know, you've got to be doing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of funding, not ten dollars for yeah. a pre-order. So it's totally different. And I, I don't know how much. Like with Mighty Number no. Nine, they consider community input. And I mean, they made three point eight million dollars on this Kickstarter. Yeah, so that's three like a, years there's ago. There's no way yeah. that all yeah. of the backers are ever going to agree on. And that's everything. the thing. Plus, Deep Silver, because they have their own business interests, took pre-orders on a collector's edition that has nothing to do with this. So it's also, like those let's, orders. Let's do the math here very quickly for a second. Uh, Kickstarter is going to take, I think it's five or ten percent. Uh, taxes are going to take about thirty, forty at, at least. Mm-hmm. That's a million dollars a well year, like two million spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spread out over the course of three years. Which it doesn't not matter that much money. Yeah. No. So, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not even talking about budget. Like, this yeah. is probably not even enough to make the game. That I totally agree with. But what I'm saying is, this is three. Like, regardless of how much concept gets or anything, even if this is three point eight million one dollar backers, that's still that much money that has just been nebulously out there in the world. Yeah. With no reward for these people, yeah. yeah, like that's my bigger problem. And like, I don't normally like. Yeah, and, and I I used to is, disagree about Kickstarter stuff all the time because I, I mean, love if Kickstarter. They, if they have I, tears, like that's why it's so conflicting. Is like they have tears. That's what people paid for. That's something that you listed there. So therefore, you should fulfill it. Yeah, and none of that has been fulfilled. Like, yeah. that's and, the, and that's the, the terrible part. I love it, Kickstarter as, as a platform because it is it. If you look at just the, the the terminology, like kickstarting something, like you're taking something and you're you're giving it a pushing start and it's going, <clears> and that works a lot better when it's a simple concept, not something like a game. Because making a game, you know, it's not you can kickstart a, a motorcycle and then it'll it'll drive for a little bit, but then it will run out of gas because yeah. that's how that works because it's a very complex thing. Whereas well, if, if you kick a ball, it's going to go as far as it goes. I mean, you know? and that's the thing is if if someone's car breaks down and five people get behind it to give it a push to get it started again, and that's called just, Patreon. Well, just no, just because you got it, give it a push. You don't own that car. That's no, not your yeah, car. Yeah, but I mean, still the driver's car. You walk by a dude in the, in the subway station who's playing the accordion and you give him a, a dollar. He does not owe you an album, you know. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, if he makes well, he an does album, if he says, "Hey, if you give me a dollar, I'm going to give you an album." Exactly. Yeah, like that's, exactly. that's the difference. Yeah, I think this is something. it is a mentality. I, if you, like Patreon is an entirely different platform because it totally is rooted in the idea of like supporting people who, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you're you're helping, you're patronizing these people. You're you know yeah. you're, you're yep. backing them. You're not backing them, but you're like. You know, you're not an investor. You're and it's also audience. like yeah. that. You're it's that a, fundamental idea of like Kickstarter shouldn't be used to pre-order. Like that's just not what it should be. I agree. And like yeah. the frustrating thing that's is what I started problem. saying earlier is that Deep Silver accepted pre-orders for a, literally nothing to do with this Kickstarter edition of the game. That other people now are waiting for something they pre-ordered that's also been delayed. Those orders are definitely going to be fulfilled before Kickstarter people yeah. get. And like this stuff is so nebulous. Like if you look back, I keep pointing at my screen, which people watching the video <laughs> version are like, "We can't what? see it either." Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's like the the tiers of this. All of these like like a uh, retro style manual and a physical box and like a documentary series and all these things. Literally, none of this has ever been seen in three years. They did an episode zero of the documentary at one point, but it's like none of this stuff has been delivered whatsoever and that's so crazy to me because like it might be the most egregious example of a majorly backed <laughs> kickstarter that has just gone yeah. nowhere and fizzled yeah. out it's I mean, the it's the i would say no matter what they put out it will n- not be justified you know yeah and that's just crazy to me and like yeah. uh, it's interesting because this week the uh co-creators of doom put yeah. out a kickstarter and they had no gameplay to show they had no prototype they had no anything and they they started making tens of thousands of dollars but they pulled the plug because they didn't have the minimum requ- requirements to launch a kickstarter yeah and yeah. so now it's much more stringent yeah. than it was it's, in 2013 yeah it's hard I, for me so i don't have a problem with the three years thing like if, yeah. if the thing is kickstarted and it takes three years like i mean mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on i think that's okay um I think if you're promising people tears for backing a certain thing that you should fulfill those, but 
the biggest problem with this entire Kickstarter or the entirety of Mighty Number no. Nine, including on Deep Silver's behalf, is just the communication has been terrible. Yeah, yeah. Which, they just should they need to fix that. It and was they so still good. Haven't. It was so good with Double Fine. They had they literally had yeah. a documentary series that was like, "Hey, this is an this episode is how about how going. we're all having nervous breakdowns because development is so hard." Yeah. Like it was very it was very obvious where my money that remains one of the few games that and ukulele that I backed. Yeah, um, ukulele is the only Kickstarter game I backed, and so it's one of those like. I totally get this and I totally understand, but like to me, I still can't get too mad at the idea of a crowdfunding Kickstarter thing because I think that's it. Yeah. it gave me Broken Age, it gave us Shovel Knight, it's hopefully going to give us Ukulele, yep. and if those three games exist and then there's a hundred failures aside from that, I'm still ha- fine with the fact yeah. that those three games exist because of this platform. I agree yeah. with every word. Like, and, and to be crystal clear, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I love Kickstarter. I will continue to back games on Kickstarter. I think some great things have come from Kickstarter this specific Kickstarter sucks. Like, this has been a disaster but again, through and through. it is just the communication that sucks, right? I mean, yes, but it's also, it's honestly, it's partially the communication, but it's also, like, I'm very skeptical that 80% of these rewards will ever be delivered. I think people will get the game when it's done. Yeah. I, I really don't, like, like, Fangamer was involved in doing a lot of the physical rewards, and I, like, am friends with a lot of those guys. I love Fangamer. I think they they create really cool stuff. Again, I'm skeptical that they will even be given the resources they need to create the physical boxes and the T-shirts and like all of the things that yeah, are listed in a, here. In a weird way, yeah. three million dollars is not enough money. Exactly. No, and that's what like, Double Fine. Part of that documentary is them figuring out that a ton of the back, <laughs> the backing things about sending out posters and shirts and stuff. Like, holy crap, that's expensive. Yeah. Yep. And yep. they didn't realize that because that the, was uncharted yep. waters. And then. Mm-hmm. It's so like. So yeah, stupid. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we there was a day when uh, Brian and I were just in his old apartment, just signing photos for hours mm-hmm. and it sucks and it sounds yeah. like the biggest most like prima donna complaint but like yeah. we're like you guys oh man like a successful kickstarter yeah, right we did it before it was and cool it before double fine <laughs> uh, and it was like holy crap we made like it, it, it felt like office space like it felt yeah. like when we when we set that up we were like we need six grand to buy microphones and recording equipment so we make a podcast for fun and then we made thirty nine thousand dollars like and we're like holy crap what do we do with that and like to be totally crystal clear about that um, to steal your cool your tr- cool terminology you just said a second ago. Yeah. Um, it, it, I saw two hundred dollars of that. You know, like we got pizza for two years and we got you know tr- vodka and we made a podcast. But like that money disappears very fast. Yeah. It does not. You know, it looks like a lot on paper, but it's totally not what it comes down to. Yeah. And like ma- getting T-shirts printed and mail mailing like the act of physically moving an object across the globe like if you got someone backing you in Australia or something Super no offense expensive. yeah <laughs> no, offended, no offense I'm sorry I didn't mean to say you know you didn't mean to name, I didn't mean to make fun of the shipping country. Your country I'm so offended <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather started shipping I'm sorry, I'm sorry the ocean is so large <laughs> yeah I just I know I'm scrolling through these stretch rolls and mm-hmm. I know, I'll be amazed if we see half of this stuff that being said also to be fair you did buy t- Ten thousand dollar bottles of vodka. We got one. We got one yeah, very huge that. vodka, yeah. and yeah. then we had to rent out a building to keep it inside of, so that um, the bums wouldn't go in and yeah. drink it all. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, the announcement says it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, uh, Wii U, and PC. The stretch goals on this uh, Kickstarter are for PS3, 360 versions, for Vita, <laughs> 3DS versions. Like it just it it's been a long time, right? And the landscape has changed, and I kind yeah. of wish they would just openly acknowledge it and maybe offer a refund to people or whatever but Again, I do think that communication they just yeah. should address it and they're not at all and yep. so everyone's confused and frustrated um, and I understand both sides I understand that development is harder than it seems and that money is not doesn't go as far as it seems but I also understand people 
what promised something that they haven't even slightly seen. And also, this isn't Deep Silver's mess. Like, they joined way no. after this Kickstarter was a thing. So yeah, it's like, I can see why they... marry someone who has a lot of debt, you inherit their debt. Yeah, sure. And I think that's part of it. Is that's that true. That's why I just don't fall in love. If you marry a dead <laughs> woman with married, a lot of debt, you're a monster. So. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. Why or, marry a dead woman? What if you're also dead, though? There's then a Corpse Bride starring Tim Burton. Directed yeah, by Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I like how we started this segment with Max being like, do we have to talk about this? And then we and spoke then it was about like it for like really 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that was a trash fire. <laughs> All right, so Dishonored 2, coming out November 11th. We said we're going to reveal the gameplay. What kind of animal are you going to possess this time around? Oh, I also have a cute story for you guys. I'm sure you all know about it because we work together. Oh, no. Uh, so Brian's out of the office <laughs> oh, yeah. for a while. I showed up work today. and On his desk, there was an empty coffee cup mm-hmm. that had a cockroach trapped inside it. Mm-hmm. So I went in the kitchen and I got a little jar and I got some, some tape and I covered up the top and I took a tiny bit of oatmeal and threw it in there. I took the roach and I put it in there and poked some air holes in the top and I wrote Brian Jr. <laughs> so now I have a replacement Brian for two he's weeks. he's going to be gone for two weeks. Yeah, oh. and a cockroach will totally survive in a jar off a dabble of oatmeal for two mm-hmm. weeks. So yeah. I have a pet at work and at home. They're at regular animals at home. It's just like a, a lot of people are really upset I'm about it. I'm very happy for yeah. you. Yeah, a lot of totally people keep walking it. by his desk and being like, Ugh. Even describing it, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cute, honestly. Like, I don't like roaches and they're running around, but it's got like its little antennas and it's like cute. It's, it looks like the... They're just very what's that, what's that cockroach from, from Wally? Is that it? He has a cockroach friend? Doesn't he have a cockroach friend? Because he lives, in, he lives in filth. Aren't you thinking of ants? No, uh, that's a yeah. different animal. You're thinking of a bug's life. Bug's life. I don't like a bug's life. I, I, I feel like I ate a lot of those fruit snacks in like 1999, but man, I did not like that film. Yeah. I All mean. right. So moving on. Uh, there's a persona. Here's here's what it says. Persona five stream Thursday. Marty, don't delete this one. Andrew, take it away. Wow. Uh, I, I just wanted to, to put this no, in. I just wanted to super briefly mention uh, that this is like weirdly a big pre three week. Like we got um, Call of Duty yesterday. We got Dawn of War today. Uh, Dawn of War. Persona 5 on Thursday and Battlefield on Friday. So it's just like, it's an exciting. I don't know, like, I love this time of year. I love that, like, stuff is coming. And yeah, this is, this is the first major Persona we, 5 update you, since TGS. What do you think? Do you hear any rumors? What are we going to get from the stream? Are we going to get gameplay? Is there going to be a cap? Oh, yeah. I think we'll get gameplay. I think, I wonder if we'll get a US date. I don't know. I go back and forth. Like, I they've already said it's not a worldwide launch. So I think maybe we get a Japanese date. And I still think this game isn't coming out this year in America. I agree. Yeah, yeah I think lots of Persona fans would love a Japanese date. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, 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 my guess is because of Final Fantasy, especially they push the spring. Stop! No, stop, stop loving your own joke. Um, I just want to entertain myself over here. We're talking about Persona. Yeah, but if this does, I mean, one of those things when we were talking about uh, how fall is shaping up, like we're, we're all these games are being dated with a grain of salt. Like, yeah. I've, I've, we've it's worked like, in the games industry for a long for a long enough time to know that something's going to slip. Mm-hmm. Like everything, like things get dated. How and about then, Uncharted Four? Huh? Yeah, seriously, it's a, no, 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 no. It's kept <laughs> slipping. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these games, even if they are, it's like oh, it's coming out October, or whatever. Like not necessarily. Push, yep. Yeah, I think there's some that I'm super confident. Like I'm confident Final Fantasy hits that date. Oh, I'm confident. Totally. Like. I, I mean, think obviously Call of Duty, Call of Duty yeah. yeah, but I do think there's like some of those more nebulous things that like we're assuming are fall that maybe will. I, mean, I think I, we keep talking about how do Titanfall and Battlefield exist in the same fall? Maybe they don't. Yeah, yeah. like maybe mm-hmm. EA doesn't release two competitive shooters. Granted, if one is World War One and one is Future Robots, like those are necessarily yeah. But maybe they don't do that. Maybe I mean Ubisoft has a handful of games that we think are coming out this fall, but they probably all won't. Yeah, I would be very surprised if we see all of those. Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, I mean, we didn't put it in here, but there's a Watch Dogs 2 
supposed image of the or alleged image of the protagonist leak today. And like I don't know, like if that what game was really like? this year, not Aiden Pierce. Yeah, yeah like? not Aiden Pierce. Aiden Pierce is one of the worst protagonists. Yeah, really. Yeah, sort of like the opposite of Aiden Pierce. Yeah, he's just like a crappy tech bro. Yeah, he was a dude with glasses. Um, I'd rather play as a crappy tech bro than a um, than a awful trench coat dad. This sports dad with his weird scarf. Wait, that, are you the same people? No, are, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're making fun of Aiden Pierce as well. Is a tech bro. Oh, yeah. is he? We're I, mean, agreeing, I was thinking. Like I think we can all agree that anyone with the last name Pierce is just not to be trusted. Terrible people. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> um, we got some cool stuff to talk about right now. Oh, um, before we before we go on to purple uh, uh, fire. Uh, also, two games coming out this week on PSN are uh, the park. Which I reviewed. By the time this is up, uh, my review is up. I gave it a seven. It's a pretty cool ninety-minute first-person spooky game where you wander mm. about. You can't die in the game, so don't worry about that. It's just spooky. Uh, yeah, it's spooky. It's, it's a little bit like it's got spoops in it. It's got uh-huh. a couple spoops. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like uh, Gone Home. But it's meets, if going home, you went to the park. Yeah, you go to yeah yeah. You can never gone go. Park? You can never go park again. Uh, <laughs> pretty scary. It's not great. Doesn't have a ton of new ideas, but for if you like scary stuff for ninety minutes, I'm excited about all these other new games similar to Gone Homes and the Park, such as. Down to the store and yeah. uh, at the DMV. Yeah, and you oh, can there's never a go store again. You can't die there either. You can never go store. Running around <laughs> at the crick. You never go full store. Wow. Um, we got uh, a cool present in the mail from uh, Ryan Heatman, who lives in South Wales, and said that uh, we give uh, him lots of stuff to listen to with our weird noises that we make. And he sent some of his weird noises, which was um, vinyl records. Uh, he's got a band called Forest. It's F O R R E S T. And you can find them at forestsw.bandcamp.com. And with some cool rock and roll music. So and go check those guys note, out. Those were two R's. Yeah, two R's. Two R's. Yeah. R-R-R-R. It's like George Rating Rainbow Martin. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, on that note, we're thinking about doing uh, like mail bags on the Beyond. Finally, YouTube. bags for men. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah, this is terrible. Uh, so if you ever want to send anything. To us that we can... We would love unbox. a masculine satchels with which to carry about our various goods and sundries. See, it gets tough. It's very... No, it's frustrating. For <laughs> years, men have been forced to use boxes, and we demand bags as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I would like a gunny sack. You can send stuff uh, that you might like us to open yeah. to... 625. 625 2nd Street, San Francisco. Um, Fourth floor. Floor four. And Care of attention, nine, attention nine, beyond four, one, or 20 oh, of us individually seven, so we can uh, open stuff maybe. Also, so there's a full address. Yeah, we're going to do one of the... Uh, I mean, if you Google IGN San yeah, Francisco, yeah. you'll yeah. find it. Now that we have... Uh, also, you, leave us some Yelp reviews if you can. I'd love that people start leaving IGN some reviews. Yeah. Can you? Can you? Uh, probably. I think most... I think you can, you can leave reviews for like prisons and highways. You can leave <laughs> reviews for... You can leave Yelp reviews for bus lines in San Francisco. Wow. And be like, people will be like, two yeah, out of five, smells like pee. Yeah. They all offer services. We don't really. Oh offer yeah, you services. can totally. I mean, you jails can? jails offer services, but they're not really like people don't really want them. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people who don't cool. want criminals. Like on jail the is like a restaurant or a hotel that you send people to when you don't like them. You know, like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's not like someone's like, oh, where's a good place to eat? Oh, look, it's um, it's San Quentin. Let's try that wow. place. Let's we'll check the Yelp reviews. Wow. They're only three, and they're all five stars. Apparently, Aww. we cost hundreds the of dollars. The internet hasn't found this corner. <laughs> this is, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, head over, <laughs> to, place on the head over to IGN Entertainment on Yelp.com and leave us a nice review. Uh, so we ever <laughs> Next gave, week, that's going to be you terrible. Ever, uh, gave, if we gave one of your games a review you don't like, uh, go and, uh, Actually, and wait. pay us back. 
they have to wait two more years because there are perfectly reviews in 2008, 2012, and then 2016. So we have to wait until oh, it's 2020 for thing. the next. So it's yeah. like a baby cicada. Yeah, yeah. it only comes out every two years. <laughs> uh, but yes, in terms of that mailbag, uh, we're going to be doing uh, probably monthly one-off episodes. We're not doing fewer regular episodes, but we'll do uh, one-off ones that will be... Uh, Extra they, stuff. Yeah, they'll live uh, on our YouTube channel, our Which new Beyond YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. Uh, yep. We actually, today, after it being up for, I think, like just on a week, hit 6,000 subscribers already, which is cool. awesome. Nice. And uh, I know Marty and I have both been jumping in comments and actually reading every single comment that's on there and replying to people, mm-hmm. so you can chat Some to of them us are there. hurtful initially, so... It's getting better. I don't and, know. It's uh, much more positive. It's a lot more positive than, than it was when it was on the YouTube main channel, which yeah. we kind of should mention. Like a lot of people didn't understand why we did it. Um, it was because the main IGN YouTube channel just had so much stuff, and the podcasts a totally different format to everything else mm-hmm. that we publish. It yeah. was also hard for people to find the podcast and differentiate between a breakout and a feature, so it makes more sense for all of the podcasts yeah. to live on their yeah. own channel. Also, I mean, we're totally copying kind of funny yeah. in making a YouTube channel for a designated purpose. Mm-hmm. Bunch of big old ripoff artists. The scam losers of the... I feel like we should mention that that's sarcasm. I'm Some joking. It's a joke. I'm, yeah, sorry. Uh, sarcasm. It's I only mean, kind of funny. It, it, it goes without saying that... I love, you know, we laughed. Why'd you yell what? It was like a nervous laugh. You just got like beads of sweat on your forehead. Yeah, because there's a man with a gun over there. Also, this room's very hot. It's, it's a camera, and there's no man. <laughs> what am I looking at? Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we removed it because most of the millions of people who subscribe to the IGN main channel want to watch trailers and gameplay clips. Yeah, they don't want to watch the podcast. Yeah, totally. Podcast and so, format. like, there would be comments of people being like, "Oh, it's really crappy that you guys don't look at the camera. Why don't you introduce yourselves at the start?" And you're like, "They don't understand this is podcast format." Yeah. So yeah. I think it makes a lot more sense to have it on a separate channel, which is why yeah. we've done that. Uh, if you have any questions about it, again, Marty and I have both been in the comments a bunch, happy to answer those. Yeah, and it's totally a work in progress. We're figuring out how to differentiate breakouts from full episodes. We're figuring out yeah. what order to put stuff yeah. in. So any uh, feedback is good too. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have any uh, questions or comments about the food at IGN, you can find me on Yelp message board. So I'm going to be <laughs> replying to stuff on there. Damn and, it, uh, Max. Yeah. I'm uh, on Twitter. I'll just have Twitter. you know that as an establishment, we cannot have any bad reviews removed unless uh, establishment pays us because we're – is that how that works? No, I forget how that no, We have not. to pay them. I don't know. Yelp, uh, is, Yelp is a mystery. It's also rapid fire time. No, it's Yelp fire. Yay. We uh, legally cannot call it rapid fire unless when Brian's on here. here. But we also thought that, uh, yeah, we can take some questions for rapid fire sure. on YouTube now, too. So. Yeah. All right. Boopity boppity. It's me, your favorite Italian guy named Brian Altano. And here's Yo, a question. Chorizo. Hey, uh, I'm making a sauce. Uh, Joshua Richardson says, favorite, favorite city in the U.S. besides San Francisco? And then world? That's not, two questions. Not San Francisco. Uh, mine's New York, New York City. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. It's the one. Yeah. Concrete, concrete jungle wet dream tomato. Oh, concrete bunghole. Uh, <laughs> wet dream tomato. Uh, mine is Chicago. Um, mine is a city that I can't. Remember. Anchorage in Alaska. Sounds memorable. It's very. <laughs> Who could forget that once uh, the one? It's got the. I got up, it. They tie it's up the Anchorage. boats there. What do you call it? Ducktown, USA. Um, Mine actually is San Francisco, though. Really? I love the city. Oh, the first sweet. time I was here, I was like, I want to live here one San, day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco's proper. It's kind of, beautiful yeah. Despite a lot of its awfulness, is magical. Yeah. I just love how like, small it is. Get, yeah. And it's contained, and it feels so much like Sydney, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels a lot more like an Australian yeah. city. Every time I leave for a couple weeks and then come back, like I'm like, oh, this is why I'm here. It's yeah. a below the iceberg stuff that, that I don't like about San Francisco. Um, like, when yes. you're walking around, the it's like the. Yeah. Yeah. Like the creatures who live underground. No, it's it's like. Total wizards. San Francisco, I think, is incredible on the surface. It's like more of the economic stuff happening here. Yeah. Like all the. The bigger problems aren't on the surface. Favorite yes. city in the world? I mean, I haven't been to that many places, but Tokyo. Like that's kind of oh, a, that's a there. cheap question. 
answer. Um, I love San Francisco a lot. I also love Cambridge. I grew up there. That's kind of a little like suburb of Boston. It's mm-hmm. where Harvard is, where MIT is. It's just like it's cool because it's super old, but it's also like very like high tech at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I need to travel more. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to Berlin and Crete. So my number one place that I want to visit is Berlin. That's my number one. I'm super stoked for Berlin. But yeah. yeah, all of the places I have visited in the world so far. Like I've been to Europe a couple of times, uh, but I, I still think that Alaska is like just my favorite place on the planet. You're so weird. It's so cool. You're so weird. I think have my number one. No, I want no one has. Visit it's amazing. My buddy's parents. My buddy's parents moved to Alaska, and I want to go visit. It's beautiful. Yeah, sounds awesome. The Northern Lights, incredible. Yeah. What's Alana's favorite state? I don't know, Alaska. All right. Oh my God, uh, what has that yeah. cockroach done to you? They actually mind melded. Brain spores. Uh, Sergio Gonzalez says, anyone going to the midnight opening of Civil War and what are your expectations or any? I've already seen it. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear a thing. I uh, went and saw it. We're going, we're going at 1045 Thursday. on Thursday. Yeah. So, yes. Put it this yeah. way, I really had to pee when it was over. Oh, so you didn't leave? To because pee, I didn't go. Said. Also, I was. Yeah, I mean that doesn't really say much. Well, I now I know about Max's bladder. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a tall boy before him, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, so we're going to. I think us three are going to the same session. Yeah, bringing my dad. Thursday night. Very Thursday excited because he's currently visiting. San Has Francisco. he seen the other ones? Nope. All right. It's so very very why are you gonna? <laughs> why? Why not? I mean, it's also a really cool movie theater. It's the fifteenth movie in a series. Why not though? I he's think he'll be just fine. Yeah. I mean, also, if you it's want like him it's to a bunch of people beating each other up. He'll be just fine. I mean, not, you, he's not going to be like, who are these people? Like, it'll if be you fine. want him to spend three hours being confused in San Francisco, just take him to the Tenderloin. Like, there's, <laughs> still, there's also people beating each other up there, <laughs> I, too. I don't so. think it's going to be that hard for him to follow. Um, David Pham, what is the most time you've ever spent on a game? Can include MMOs. Doesn't have to just be single player. I mean, it's weird because it doesn't get measured well enough because a lot of the games I've spent the most time on are like when I was a kid I would replay games like over and over and over again in terms of like I think I've said this before my longest like single save file for a game is uh, Fallout 3 on 360 I have like 300 hours in or something but I may have put more hours into like a link to the past or Earthbound or yeah, yeah, like across all those saves. I mean, yeah. most recently, I think mine would actually be Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I had a lot of time in that. Fallout as well. Um, and a lot of time in the original Gears of War. Hmm. I had a lot of time in Borderlands 2. Yeah. Really? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You hate Gearbox. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Gearbox. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like all of mine were probably when I was in college, when I college was super easy and I just had a ton of time to play games. Yeah. And so it was like, I remember the PS2 era especially, it was uh, Final Fantasy XII, Okami, and Kingdom Hearts II are three I remember. Like, I feel like all of them I clocked over 60, 70 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've played, I've like replayed so many games on different systems and just like, uh, like I played Fallout, I think the first one and a half times on a PC and then switched over to 360 mm-hmm. so like my save file didn't really count for anything it feels yeah. like I played a lot of that um, I used to play it so that when you had the game of the year edition uh, you would get a trophy if you did you got to a certain level on like bad neutral and good whatever the rankings actually were mm-hmm. so I would reload saves all the time and then get to that next level like by like murdering a bunch of people and that's how I'd get the XP or so you just give that one dude water until he's like three of them I'm so not that, thirsty anymore, but you're a very nice person. Yeah, just that man sitting outside Megaton. Yeah. Give him so much water. Wait, I gave him so but much water. Does he, die? does he die of water poisoning? Like the, the woman no, with the Wii? No, it's purified water. Yeah, it's purified. He doesn't like no. it if you give him the bad water. If you water. have too much water, you can die. Like the woman with the Wii. Hold your Wii for the Wii and she dies. Oh, oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, we probably killed that man, Andrew. Oh, yeah. thanks. He's going to die anyways. Um... 
Yeah, I mean, I've like I've, I don't even know how many times I've like started replaying Link to the Past and how many times I finished it and yeah. the various systems. So you know, yeah, it's kind of tricky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Timothy Ralph Weisenhunt says, "Do you miss Mitch? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, still talk to Mitch pretty uh, much every day. I would think all of us do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were we, yeah when we were Andrew and I were playing Uncharted uh, on Sunday and we just like. Mitch just called and we were just catching up and every once in a while Andrew and I would be like oh man he's like got so you gotta give me some sort of context that's my new song is that Matthew Sandler I just had a total brain fart I'm like really that's because you swap places with the cockroach yeah what if it took over my brain and it just found me eating trash more than usual oh on that note here's a relevant question Matthew Maria says favorite drunk food trash actual garbage no probably falafel Pretty much. Yeah, you're a big falafel, falafel guy. Meat yeah. pies. Or, I mean, realistically, pizza. I mean, pizza, and, pizza and burritos are pretty, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, burritos can be good. If, really I'm, good. if I'm too drunk, there's no world I'm going to get through a burrito. There's a really good sandwich place next to Jack Club. Yes. Burritos are too messy. Yes. Also, the, the sandwich place next to Jack Club is too also messy. too messy. If you what eat you, those when you're that's drunk, why, it's just that's like... That's why I the second no. That's why you stole my sandwich A burrito is not too messy. You don't undo the whole tinfoil thing. You peel it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you do the thing where you take it entirely out? Oh, no, that thing was... Oh, dude, when I first came to San Francisco, I ate it by completely unwrapping the whole thing. It was just like scolded by people. That's impressive. It's just you make sure it's wrapped in tinfoil and you just unpeel it slowly. And it's actually really good drunk food because if you don't finish the whole thing, then you like put it down and back up. And you wake up and you're like, oh, cool, free burrito for breakfast. I've also seen drunk people like being not careful enough with peeling back that foil and they chew on some foil and then they're drunk and sad and have foil in their mouth. Don't do that either. Yeah, oh, the big three. Yeah, yeah. That's a tricky yeah. one. Um, Zach Carlson, favorite childish Gambino song? Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. I mean, yeah. All Sweatpants. Sweatpants is real good. A Crawl. Crawl's really Bonfire. good. Bonfire. 3005 is real 3005 good. 3005 is a good song. The Worst Guys is really good. This, the theme uh, song Black to Mystery is a very Team. Good song. Yeah, it's my favorite. Theme song, yeah. Theme song um, Mystery Team. <laughs> I don't know. All of them? All of them are really good. Probably the uh, Billy Oteca from Community. Does that count? Wait, do we, have, we can't say the thing. He was almost in a game. No, we cannot say that. Okay, we can't say that. What? Probably can't even say too. that. <laughs> I could, okay, I could say he was almost in a game. He was fine. almost in the Derek Comedy uh, Spelling Bee game. <laughs> no, Derek Telltale Comedy, presents. Yeah, Derek Comedy teaches. What if they would have made a Mystery Team game? Have you seen Mystery Team? I love Mystery Team. Have you seen Mystery Team? You should watch that movie. It's real good. Yep. Uh, um, in it. Now it's seen in. Uh, so, Denver, for those of you, Schmidt. I don't know who missed this. That's not Netflix. <laughs> uh, Childish Gambino is Donald Glover's rap name. Donald Glover from Community, and I don't know. I don't know where people don't know now. It's also like totally my favorite, maybe oddest in general. Yeah. Otherwise, I like just... hardcore music and Childish Gambino. That's it. Yeah. All right. Just those uh, two. Things. Leonardo Cowabunga Talavera says, Can I get a happy birthday? 21 today. No. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Good luck. Can I play that? that? Oh, I should have had the happy birthday song queued up. <laughs> We're not allowed to play that. Hopefully Legally, we, we cannot play that happy birthday yeah. song. There's a fun song. It's If you search Disney happy birthday song, it's one it's about like, uh, it's about singing about a bunch of different animals doing stuff. It's yeah. real weird. People who want to do something good special for you. One of the lyrics is, yeah, I want to do something for special you. for you, which special we've adapted to in you and on, on you. you. Whoa, I've never heard of you. In you. That happened today. I mean, it's really just it's really just dirty across the board. On you is my favorite one. Those are your recommendations for just going to check out that bad birthday song. It's a real bad one. I'm glad that they finally killed that old woman who had the copyrights to the birthdays, and now they don't have to sue them anymore. Isn't that Michael Jackson? Probably. That no, it was woman? Sarah Beth yeah. birthday. Sarah uh, McLaughlin. Right. Oh, she was from all that. Sarah McLaughlin's <laughs> animals all escaped from their cages and they bit her legs until she died. Yeah. In the arms uh, of an angel. A true story. The, the Sarah McLaughlin story. 
Thank you all for joining us. Oh my god. All right. So uh, yeah, podcast beyond. If you want to email us uh, cool cool questions and, and stuff that we sometimes answer on here, it's just beyond at ign.com. And if you want to join in for the fun of rapid fire. Uh, that's at facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond and be sure to check oh, out oh you can our... do it on the YouTube channel I was just getting to that Alana oh will not be what does it like to be this... interrupted <laughs> I don't know you should listen to the first 200 episodes of the comedy book where I'm very familiar with that concept um, I'm Miss Brian <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so anyway go to our YouTube channel and um, yeah then that's that's it that's all of it wow that's all of it hey Max it. what's the URL of that YouTube channel Facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond. YouTube.com slash IGN beyond. I don't know. I'm, I'm gotta, I've got to go write an article about Kylo Ren. Why do you have keys? Why I don't know. I've got to go get in my car leaving. and write. I can only write in my car. I'm going to go pick up my dog from daycare. I don't oh, even have a car. Dirty dog. Um, what? Huh? Is Peppers at daycare? Sometimes I do is say Peppers daycare at daycare. Today? Actually, um, one of the men at the daycare is a Beyond listener. So um, That's cool. So it was like, Ernie? I forget your name. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy at the yeah. waiters at Buca de Beppo. Yeah. That was very nice. Oh, yeah. I'm very embarrassed yep. that you've yeah. seen us that twice. My Uber driver at three in the morning last week. Yeah, the, uh, in Vegas, uh, we got a drink at the mall where you bought your shirt mm-hmm. and uh, the bartender there to us. So shout out to all of those people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. Target it's real weird. gave me a discount on a TV. That was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jeff, who I used to work with. He listens to the show. Shout out to Cisco, yeah. shout out to as always. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Cisco. Cisco. Hey, Cisco. Cisco. Mm-hmm. What's up? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, you guys want to go do other stuff Are now? Or? Shout outs. Uh, I don't know. Definitely my outs? mom. Yeah. The entire yeah. country of Australia. Every country? There's someone in that country you don't like. It's country and continent. Huh. I thought Oceania yeah. was a continent. I can name one. You can name one you what? name one? Yeah. You can name one what? A person I don't like in Australia? I don't know why I'm like, tell me. Like, surely there's plenty. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you lived there until you were 21. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure yes. there's someone you dislike. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was, this was fun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've done our weekly I can definitely outs. name three yep. people you dislike in America. Three people? It's, it's the three of us. Oh, the it's the three of you. Yeah, yeah. no, you're totally right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about Brian Jr., my cockroach friend. <laughs> well, I'm not a huge fan of Brian Jr. either, but... I love that I'm just hoarding vermin at my desk. <laughs> I don't know if it was here. Uh, oh, bye, everybody. Right. Oh, we're you done? can find oh, us on Twitter. <laughs> Alana is at Char Alana's art. <laughs> Marty is at... <laughs> hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.